0: This is our sidetrack episode for the week. This is No Filler. My name's Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me as always. Last week we talked about Crosby, Stills, and Nash and their self titled debut album that came out in 1969. And we kind of touched briefly on this in that episode. Uh, They spent a lot of time in Laurel Canyon, uh, which was just outside of LA. It's kind of a music collective in the 60s, um, and they were good friends with uh, Cass Elliott, a.k.a. Mama Cass, one of the singers in The Mamas and the Papas. And that's what this episode is going to be all about. Travis, how much about The Mamas and the Papas do you know?
1: I know a few of their songs. I know now, after doing research on Crosby, Stills, and Nash, that. Mama Cass is largely responsible for getting those three dudes together. Yeah. Other than that, that's all I really know.
0: Yeah, so they had a good four years of being in the spotlight before um, Cass Elliot kind of started to go, go south with her health and her drug addictions. Yeah, it was a flame that lit bright for a very short amount of time. Um, The song that everyone and their dog knows, I I assume, (laughs) is California Dreaming, which was on their first album that came out in 1966 called If You Can Believe Your Ears.
1: Well, what about, um, I think everybody knows uh, Monday, Monday. Oh, that's true. That's At least that's the one that I, I think that was the first. Okay, dude, (laughs) you remember this, this, it was a cassette tape that had a bunch of hits on it. You remember that? Yes, I I do. I don't don't know. uh, I mean, I guess it was was probably one of our parents. It had to be. I remember hearing Monday, Monday on that record. I'm sorry, on that tape, on that cassette tape. On that cassette tape. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what, dude? I remember those two. I feel like it was like, I mean, this shows how young we are to people that were of the right age to actually purchase and listen to cassette tapes. I mean, yeah. was each side one song? Is that how it worked? No, no, no. they had it, full, they had full albums on cassette. N- no, but this was like a mix. <laughs>
1: this was a mixtape. This was a, a mixtape mixtape. You know.
0: What else was on there? Do you remember? So it wasn't all mamas and the papas.
1: I don't remember, dude. But that, for some reason, that's the one that's that that I that I remember listening to.
0: Yeah. So Monday, Monday. Another great song. That was that was a, a single on the same album, which was their debut. So they had Monday, Monday, and California Dreaming on their debut album. But this sidetrack is gonna be mainly about, uh, I guess, the the fall of the mamas and the papas. It's gonna get a little dark. Um, so the intro, uh, I played a little clip from. One of the songs off the album that we covered last week, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, they're self-titled. Um, the song is called Pre-Road Downs. And as you heard in that clip, according to David Crosby, Cass Elliot is featured in that song. Her vocals are. And he really doesn't give enough information. He's kind of like purposely not telling you. Like, if you know, you know. But otherwise, like, she's not credited in the album. But she does show up on one of the songs in the album. And so I did a little quick research and as much as I can trust this message board, <laughs> just a random message board, someone had posted like, hey, I watched this documentary about Cass Elliot and David Crosby was interviewed talking about her showing up on the debut album. Which song is it? And someone comments, it's pre road Downs, check it out. And other people confirm it. It seems kind of like that's that's what everyone's saying. So I just went and listened to that song and just kinda listened for what I thought may have been Cass Elliott doing backing vocals and it seems like she pops up in that chorus there. I don't know. Could you hear
1: her? Yeah, we'll have to hear it again, dude. Oh, uh, is that that's not the that's not our sidetrack episode that, or No 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 no, no. No, I mean I guess that's the thing though. Like I I assumed that these are the only three singers on this album. Like I didn't so, right, uh, that's, so. Is that's it only that? What, one, it's only in that one part of the song.
0: I mean, that's if you listen to the song all the way through, it only seems obvious during that chorus part. Oh, I can hear it, dude. I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm listening to it. yeah, I can hear it. You can yeah, hear a female. Yeah. You
1: can hear a female vocal track.
0: Yeah, and it's not just a female vocal track. It's Cass Elliot, dude. Yeah, it's sure. got to be her. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's dive into the album that our sidetrack appears on so i started collecting vinyl right out of high school i moved out to austin uh, which is a great place to start getting into vinyl collecting there's a lot of unbelievable record stores out there and i picked up this album by the mamas and the papas called the papas and the mamas and it is their fourth studio album it was released in 1968 And I kind of did a little research into it. Turns out this was their first album that wasn't recorded in a proper studio. Um, Members of the band John and Michelle Phillips had just built a home out in Bel Air. And they transformed their attic into a recording studio. So on the one hand, they mentioned it being nice because they could kind of take their time. (laughs) The way he put it. You know, I could be high all the time and record my stuff and not have any pressure. But what ended up happening is they kind of went a little obsessive over it. John Phillips is kind of the leader of the band, and he was kind of a perfectionist. So apparently they spent one whole month doing just the vocals on one song, uh, which is a song called The Love of Ivy which is one of the singles on the album. So they weren't having a good time. And they actually ended up... The Mamas and the Papas split um, during the process of making this album. Before they even release it, they split. Uh, So this was the last album of theirs for a while because they split up. Um, A lot of them were kind of going through their own stuff. Cass Elliot in particular was getting quite depressed So to tie it back to uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash one more time here, Cass Elliot apparently did a lot of drugs uh, with Crosby. There is a quote here uh, in a memoir that he published in 1988. It talks about his uh, heroin use with Elliot. Um, He says, Me and Cass Elliot were closet junk takers and used to get loaded with, with each other quite a bit. Uh, we loved London because there was pharmaceutical heroin available in drug stores there. Me and Cass used to just mash them up and snort the powder. Cass took lots of pills, usually from the opiate family, downers of all sorts, and we did a lot of coke together. So that's gotta be a shitty thing on his conscience, dude, because her drug use and her, her health basically is pretty much what ended her life. Um... Mm. This is a dark episode, brother. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, man. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, man. No kidding.
0: So this was their last album. And the only reason they, they ended up actually completing the album and releasing it was just out of pressure from uh, their contracts that they had with, with their uh, record label. And the song that I picked, I, this is the only song from the album that I actually remember. Uh, it's track six called Mansions. And it's kind of about, um, well, let me just play the song and we'll kind of get into the lyrics behind it and everything.
2: Sitting in our mansion, guarded by expansion, questioning.
1: I like that song, man. That's cool. Yeah, really cool. Right? That's a cool. So I've I've never heard that song.
0: Yeah. What did you like about it?
1: I don't know. I guess the you know it's it's it's. I feel like I I feel like I have a small collection of words that I use over and over again yeah. <laughs> to describe things, but like it's it's yeah. I don't want to say dark, dude. But
0: it's dark. I, okay. The reason I like it, I feel like the mood that the song kind of brings when you listen to it matches the lyrics quite well the lyrics sitting in our mansion guarded by expansion questioning our motives and our means wondering why this isn't like the dream so right off the bat interesting so you know, dude
1: that almost sounds like they're saying hey I, you know like you have all this money but it's not what you
0: it's not like you imagined it, it would to be. be yeah
1: yeah well you know that's I mean, I think we've all heard that a billion, like, you know, grass is always greener kind of thing.
0: I've always felt that money's the root of all evil, right? I mean, that's that's an age-old saying. Are you, you know, trying to,
1: to wage class warfare right now, dude?
0: I am. Uh, no, I know there's studies done that, like, at a certain point, you reach a certain amount of money that you're making every every year or whatever. If you make any more than that, your happiness is not going to increase with the amount of money that you make at a certain point. Well, yeah, point.
1: It's like, that's like the law of diminishing returns or whatever, you know. We're getting real on this episode.
0: Hey, it's just a little sidetrack, man. No one listens to these, right? No one cares about the sidetracks.
1: How turns. dare you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> questioning our motives and our means, right? Like, yeah, we've got all this, but I'm kind of questioning everything that led to us making this money. So is that you what know? this
1: song is about? Like, Yes. I couldn't... I wasn't really... Following along with the lyrics, like, yeah, does it it follow along on that vein? Like, it's just this is from the perspective of a wealthy person who, yes, who is who's like questioning all of it.
0: Yeah, a few lines down, a gentle Spanish lady cooks our meals, but we never ask her how she feels.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Limousines and laughter, parties ever after. If you play the game, you pay the price. Purchasing a piece of paradise. I love it, dude. this song has stuck with me since I heard it. So, it's a dark episode, but, you know, Mama Cass can get credit for maybe bringing these three guys, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, together, but her relationship with Crosby was one of a lot of drug use, drug abuse, and that's, that is dark, but, I mean, that's kind of the reality of it. She had a great voice, Mamas and the Papas had some great songs, and... This album is is great. Uh, I'm glad that they finally finished it and that it's actually released. I recommend listening to it. There's, there's quite a few great songs on there that, that I really like. Um, Mansions is the one that sticks out for me. Uh, but uh, one of the other singles, For the Love of Ivy, is a great song. There's another song called Safe in My Garden that's really good. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out. So that is our sidetrack for the week. Uh, just a brief look at the Mamas and the Papas, Cass Elliot and her relationship with uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash. And next week we're going to be covering one of our favorite folk duos, Kings of Convenience. Uh, we're going to talk about their first album, "Quiet Is the New Loud." I'm so excited to talk about that, dude.
1: It's it's a good it's a good um, follow up to to the Crosby, Stills and Nash episode because it's. Kings of, Kings of convenience, they are sort of a modern day Simon and Garfunkel, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think we said that, we said that on the, the last episode, but like, yeah, it'll be a they, good follow up really to are. see kind of what, I think they're one of the best folk duos to come out ever. So, I mean, I agree. It'll be good to, yeah, yeah it's good to, to kind of see like where they picked up, you know, where, uh, right. They, how they picked up where guys like Crosby, Stills and Nash and and Simon & Garfunkel where they left off, you know. Cuz yeah. you know they were influenced heavily by Simon & Garfunkel. Absolutely. And it's probably safe to say a little bit of um of CSN as well, yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. That's right. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we're just going to close out this album. Um I'm going to f- fade it in and we're going to just kind of finish off the song. Um There's a really cool uh line at the end and they kind of repeat it over and over. The end of the song ends Uh, With them basically saying, please, please live your life and live it as you please. Live your life just as you please. That's how the song ends. So yeah, (laughs) it's a a heavy song. Um, So again, this is a track off of uh, The Mamas and the Papas' fourth studio album that came out in 1968 called The Papas and the Mamas. And uh, check back in a few days. We're going to have our, our next episode up. And uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and review us if, if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, rate us and review us. We want to hear from you. We want we want to hear your questions, your comments, your concerns. And check us out on SoundCloud as well at soundcloud.com slash nofillerpodcast. You can stream our app from there as well. And uh, yeah, we will... See you soon. And by see you I mean we'll be uh, entering your cochleas. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. Cochlea? Uh your eardrums in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Gwen. And I'm Travis. All right. Take care.
2: We'll you.